Good day, my friends, and welcome to another moment, a Black History Moment with Bo. And today, I hope this day is free of violence and drama. I hope you hear children laughing as they play outside and the warm weather caress your face as you head towards your destinations of today. And as you listen to this program today, I hope that you will remember that we are mere moments, a spark that will ignite your interest. As for now, it's time to slip into a little darkness. You know, in my youth and in my dumbness, I used to see black jockey statues outside of white people's houses and I would get upset. And actually, I was being angered by the ignorance that I carried about what they represented. And to be truthful, I did not know what they represented. All I knew is that it was a black face in a white jockey uniform carrying a lantern, and it made me angry. I did not know that in the 1800s, African Americans dominated this sport of horse racing. And I imagine that the white people that purchased these statues and set them outside of their homes didn't know the truth behind these statues either. They did not know that Alonzo Clayton was the youngest to ever win the Kentucky Derby at age 15. They didn't know that an African-American by the name of Isaac Murphy was considered the greatest American jockey of all time. They didn't know that Murphy won with more than a third of his mounts year after year. He won the Kentucky Derby three times, the Latona Derby five times, and four of the first five runnings of the American Derby, once the richest three-year-old races in America. So you see... I myself did not know anything about Isaac Murphy or any of the black jockeys that came in his era. And I let my ignorance anger me. But you see, knowledge and truth will always set you free. And I was freed from that anger because I learned Isaac Murphy was born on April the 16th, 1861, as Isaac Burns near Frankfort, Kentucky, on a farm to parents James Burns and a mother whose name is unknown. Murphy was the first American jockey elected to Racing's Hall of Fame in Saratoga Springs, New York, only one of two black jockeys with Willie Sims being the other, to receive this honor. Burns's father, a free black man, was a bricklayer, and his mother was a laundry woman. During the Civil War, 
His father joined the Union Army and died in a Confederate prisoner of war camp. After his father's death, Burns and his mother moved to live with her father, Green Murphy, a bell ringer and auction crier in Lexington, Kentucky. Isaac Burns changed his last name to Murphy once he started racing horses as a tribute to his grandfather. After the move to Lexington, Kentucky, Burns' mother worked at the Richard and Owings Racing Stable. Isaac Murphy started accompanying his mother to work, and he was noticed by a black trainer named Eli Jordan because of his small size. The trainer prepared Burns for his first race at age 14. His first winning race was on September the 15th, 1875 at the Lexington Crab Orchard. He rode upright and urged his mount with his words and a spur rather than the whip. By the end of 1876, Burns, now racing under the name Murphy, had won 11 races at the Lexington's Kentucky Association track. In 1877, he won 19 races and rode in his first Kentucky Derby and received fourth place. His 1879 win at the Traverse Stakes at Saratoga Springs brought him national attention for the first time. Isaac Murphy's first Kentucky Derby win came May the 27th, 1884 at Churchill Downs. Two more victories would follow in 1890 and 1891. In 1884, Murphy also won the American Derby in Chicago, Illinois, at the time the most prestigious race in the nation. And he would go on to repeat this feat in 1885, 1886, and 1888. Throughout his career, Murphy rode 628 winners in his 1,412 mounts, including the three Kentucky Derby winners previously mentioned, four American Derby winners, and five Latona Derby winners. Murphy has the best winning average in history to date, with better than 34%. At the height of his career, Murphy received an average yearly salary of ten dollars to $20,000 a year, excluding bonuses, making him the highest paid jockey in the United States. You see, my friends, this is why we are not into this sport today, because once whiteness saw that we were making that kind of money in that era of time, we could no longer be looked down upon, so we were no longer allowed to make that kind of money. And you just know that 98% of the whiteness that lived in Kentucky hated him because he lived in a mansion in Lexington and is believed that Murphy was the first African-American to own a horse race. 
He owned several racehorses and invested in real estate as well. On June the 25th, 1890, Murphy raced in the most memorable contest of his life, matched against a white counterpart, jockey Ed Snapper Garrison, the race would settle the debate as to which rider was the better jockey in a contest that had definite racial overtones. Murphy was victorious. Murphy's popularity soon fell after this race, about like whiteness treated Jack Johnson after winning the boxing championship. In August 1890, just two months after Murphy's victory, he was suspended for racing while intoxicated after falling off his horse in a race. In the following years, he also ran and won fewer races as he battled both alcohol abuse and weight gain. In 1895, Murphy was suspended for the second time because of intoxication. That same year, he failed to win a single race and was forced to retire. Murphy died three months later from pneumonia. At the height of his career, Isaac Burns Murphy was the best jockey of his time and still holds the best winning percentage of jockeys. The Isaac Murphy Stakes, formerly the American Derby, which Murphy won on four occasions in the 1880s, was initiated in 1997 at Chicago's Arlington International Racecourse. So there you have it, my friends. Little known knowledge. And the reason I was angered when I saw these statues as a young man, because of my lack of knowledge, because of the fact that I went to school and no one taught me this knowledge. And I hope you understand when I say the truth will always set you free. And I leave you today with this. People without knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. Until next time, my friends, it has been my honor.